you can track your macros, but if you're eating donuts all day long to get your carbs. <clears throat> what? <laughs> can you want? You mean that's not good? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's good. It's not good. Hey Nicole, so uh, welcome to the YQM podcast. Uh, it's a pleasure having you here today. Thanks for having me. Uh, so Nicole is our registered dietitian at CrossFit YQM. Uh, she's been with us for about a year and a half or so now. Uh, so Nicole, uh, I'm gonna kind of let you tell us about yourself a little bit and what's your what's your role here at YQM and what do you do? Cool. Um, so I started as an athlete or as a member at YQM about five years ago. Um, and at the same time, I just graduated from uh, my Bachelor of Nutrition and I had my degree. So uh, I studied in nutrition um, just because I've always liked being healthy. I've always been an athlete. Um, and I was just passionate about eating and food in general and cooking and grocery shopping and all that stuff. So uh, my main role here is uh, being a dietitian. So I take care of all the nutrition stuff, uh, but I also coach CrossFit classes and boot camp classes as well. Cool. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. So we're going to talk about uh, nutrition, which is a very controversial and uh, confusing subject yeah uh, super interesting subject uh, and I know you're really passionate about it so I think it's gonna be really interesting today uh, we're gonna try to go on the subjects that everyone or the questions that maybe most people are asking themselves about uh, the most common stuff that you hear um, so the first question I'm gonna ask you about nutrition is very general but what is the number one challenge people have with nutrition? Oh, it's hard to pick. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with consistency. Trying to be consistent and not necessarily perfect. I find a lot of people sometimes they think that just getting a new meal plan is going to fix everything. They just have to follow it perfectly and they're going to get results. Um, but just picking those habits that you have that are going to make a bigger difference and being consistent with those and not being perfect from Monday to Friday and then just being complete opposite of perfect Saturday and Sunday. So I think that's what people struggle the most is trying to get everything right. So doing everything. So instead of changing little things yeah. um, and just keeping it more consistent on a, on a weekly basis. So creating something that's sustainable yeah, for life. Kind exactly. Of. Yeah. It takes longer to see the changes sometimes because you're changing a few things at a time and getting really good at little details. But over time, that's how you're going to have the long-term results so that you're not constantly looking for the new program and the new meal plan and you just, you know what to do. Yeah. 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 Do you feel like it's hard to make people understand uh, that, you know, the, the longer term process is the way to go instead of like the six week kind of shred 30 pounds in six week fast result kind of thing. Do uh, you feel like it's a hard concept to make people understand? Absolutely. It's not as sexy. Yeah. So the whole <laughs> six week, four weeks, whatever it is, shed 10 pounds. Like we, we live in a world where when we want something, we get it. 
So whether it's buying something or whatever we want, we can just, we go and we get it for most people. So we want those fast results. So when we want to lose 10 pounds, we want to lose it yesterday. Uh, so people sometimes are not, it's hard to get in that mindset of it took me three years to put the weight on. It's going to take me more than four weeks to lose it. Yeah. And if I do lose it in four weeks, that means I'm probably doing too many things and I'm going to gain it back after. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like a, I think with social media and, yeah. uh, well, mostly oh, yeah. social media, it's yeah. kind of the the trendy thing to you know lose 30 pounds in six weeks so it's it's kind of like inscribed into everyone's head that that's just you you should be getting results in six weeks or if not it's not what people are going to be looking for basically that's what just everyone that's what society wants to to do is to get that quick fix kind of thing i think social media is huge for that people see pictures and i want to look like this but they don't realize the time and effort and the sacrifices that go into Absolutely. that six pack or whatever yeah. it is that they want, right? That means maybe it means no eating out with friends, no drinking, yeah. being in the gym all week. Like there's a lot of things that go into that and it's not always healthy either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so going on a, a different subject, um, talking about meal prep in, and cooking at home, uh, I think it's something that's super important for for success in, in nutrition and having a sustainable kind of nutrition program. Uh, what would be your, your top tips and tricks as far as meal prepping uh, and creating like a plan that's sustainable for meal prepping specifically? My main tip is keep it simple. Um, if you're, I mean, I love Pinterest and your recipes and making fancy meals with sauces and things like that, but save that for when you have time. So maybe that's a Saturday night special supper in with the family instead of going out to eat. The rest of the time, you got to keep it simple. So it doesn't mean just eating chicken, rice, and broccoli, unless you like that. Um, but keeping it to meals that have maybe five ingredients or that you can throw together in half an hour or ingredients that you can use in multiple recipes. So if you're gonna cook chicken, use it in two, three meals if you can so that you don't have to cook 10 different types of meats. Um, So just keeping it simple and there's nothing wrong with eating the same thing as long as you like what you're eating. Yeah, for sure, yeah. So if you have a breakfast that works for you and that's what you wanna eat every day, if it's healthy, go for it. If it's yeah. well balanced and it works for you, then I love works. my daily breakfast. So do same, I. same exact thing every day. Like I the can't past wait for years. it. <laughs> Doesn't change, nope, but it works. Nope. I still love it yeah. as much every day. Yeah, yeah. Same. You just gotta find what works for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think also on the meal prep side, um, having like an actual plan for your whole week, as far as like when are you getting your groceries even Absolutely. like in the summertime i feel it, it, it's harder for me because we get a lot of our stuff at the market on saturday mornings yeah. so if we miss the market because we were away then on monday it's a scramble it's like holy shit we don't have uh anything that we usually have yeah. on monday so we can't cook our chicken or we can't uh you don't have our eggs from the market or whatever so it's you end up making kind of poor choices because you didn't 
start off the right the on the right step for the week so you yeah. didn't get the first part of your successful recipe for your meal prep week exactly. uh so having like a kind of like a, a bit of a set schedule of like okay by sunday night i need to have all my groceries for the week then i know on sunday night we're going to meal prep for the rest of the week at least for all our lunches let's yeah. say and then supper time we'll figure out you know quick fix meal when we get home yeah. or something like that you have to know what your struggle is too so if it's running out of time during the week to cook supper then you either have to prep the ingredients in advance so maybe that's cutting up the veggies or whatever it is um, or it's cooking the actual meal in advance especially for those nights that you know there's just no time to cook supper um, maybe it's using a slow cooker so there's a lot of things that you can do but you definitely need a plan in advance know which nights can I prepare my supper which nights can I not what kind of lunches do we need snacks and all of that so yeah yeah, yeah. cool um, on the subject of macros yeah. uh, maybe some of you won't know exactly what a macro is but for those that are kind of fixed on macros do, do you need to count your macros to lose fat or is counting macros the only way to lose fat? No, no, stop. You have to find what works for you. So that might mean, I think the first thing you have to do is learn what real food is and start there. Um, but that can be while counting macros. So basically macros is just counting your carbs, fats, proteins, having a certain ratio of all of that, uh, staying within your intake. But I think it can really help a lot of people because they get to learn what's in their food, um, you know, how many carbs are in certain things versus others, so what they should eat more often. And it gives you a little bit of flexibility as far as fitting little treats in, but I still think most of your diet should be whole real food and vegetables. So you can take that approach of just eating more like the plate method where you eat just balanced meal with lots of veggies protein and a certain amount of carbs and just using that and a lot of people lose weight just doing that cutting out a lot of the processed crap and sticking to yeah yeah cool yeah. cool yeah i think uh a lot of people can start with the easy step of just knowing what the, the real food is or what the good food is yeah. and just that step is probably huge for most for the most of the population yeah it's key because if you don't know you can Track your macros, but if you're eating donuts all day long to get your carbs, what? <laughs> can you want? I mean, that's not good. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's good. It's not good for your body composition. Calling out juice <laughs> But if you if you learn how much veggies fill you up and how uh, how many carbs is in rice or how much rice you should be having or all of those things, you're gonna learn how you react to certain foods. The combinations too, so why you want to have protein separated throughout the day rather than just all in one meal. Okay. Um, so all of those things you're going to learn from just doing a plate method approach Okay. rather than counting macros where you have a lot of flexibility and you ha if you haven't learned the basics, you can do it wrong or yeah. not the best way. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Uh, so we're going to go on the sugar uh, subject next. So, I don't know if this question is phrased properly, but 
I was going to ask you what your daily sugar intake maximum should be, but I already know that like probably 99% of the population is way above that. Yeah. So what would be your number one kind of tip or something that you tell people to make them realize how much sugar we consume on a daily basis as a, as a regular average human being? The first step is look at your labels. So every single thing you eat, turn it around and look at that nutrition facts label. It says sugar, there's an amount in grams, and four grams is one teaspoon. So every time you look at a label, think about how much, how many teaspoons of sugar you're having. I think it's awesome to track everything or to write down everything you're eating for a week. Look at those labels and every day count how much sugar you're having. And at the end of the day, look at how much you're, how many teaspoons or grams of sugar that you're taking in because a lot of the healthier or what we consider healthier foods um, like the granola bars and the yogurts and the pasta sauces and things like that will have sugar. So when you add it all up, it can be a lot. And you're already getting sugar from fruit, natural sugars, but you still can get what you need from that. So, And don't forget about the fancy coffee drinks and all of those things that maybe you buy and there's no label on it. Yeah, You that, can that find can the tricky. label online. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember you doing the uh, nutrition talk. presentation there, yeah, nutrition talk, and you had demoed like a, a regular sugar intake of like a very realistic day from like a just an average person, and at the end of a week, I think that person had consumed like a full bag of sugar, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah like a kilogram, like those baking bags of sugar. Wow, yeah. that, was, that was a crazy visual example. Yeah. That always stuck in my mind for sure. And is there a number that our body can uh, naturally digest or like easily digest like in grams of sugar per day? You can get all you need from natural sugars. So from fruit, um, dairy will have natural sugars as well. So realistically, all that sugar can come from whole real food. You don't need any added sugar. But I typically recommend like 6 to 12 teaspoons if you want a somewhat big range is what I would say for added sugar should be. So like 12 teaspoons should be kind of your max and that's somebody like a bigger guy who has a lot of who's eating a lot of carbs so who can eat a lot more okay it's gonna consume probably a little bit more added sugar okay but i think it's good to aim for that six teaspoons which is 24 grams 24 of added grams. sugar staying which is not that. a lot when, oh, you, no. when you start kind of dissecting what you've just eaten there. yeah your vanilla yogurt probably has 15 grams right there wow in oh. the serving yeah huh. very interesting um kind of on the same subject uh we're going into diet low fat no sugar type products that you have on the shelf at the grocery store uh, i guess just can you elaborate on that stuff and tell us what you uh, what you think about that stuff I'm not a fan. <laughs> Start with that. <laughs> I think I could have probably told you guys that myself. Yeah. <laughs> few reasons. Number one is if they take out the fat, so the fat-free, light, low-fat products, if they take that out, they will typically add sugar in it okay. or fillers because they want, like, if you're salad dressing, for example, take out the oil. How do you get the same consistency without oil? You can't get 
a salad dressing made of water. So they'll usually add in like fillers and things to make it that same texture okay. that you're used to. So you're not eating real food. You're essentially eating something that someone fabricated in a lab. Um, same thing for no added sugar foods. Not all of them, but most of them have artificial sweeteners in them. So like the Splenda or the Aspartame or all yeah. those um, artificial sweeteners. And basically those, to make it really short and sweet, um, there's a lot of studies that show how they affect our gut health, so our intestines, which basically is if that's affected, it affects your hormones, it affects your brain health, it affects your digestive system. And the other thing is that it can actually make you crave more sugar. So okay. some artificial sweeteners are 200 times sweeter than mm. sugar in taste. So if you're eating those all day long, then you eat a piece of fruit and you think fruit is not that sweet because you're yeah. so used to that chemical taste. Yeah. 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 And then when you eat those all the time, you can eat out how much you want, right? Because if you're tracking macros or doing something like that, you can eat as much of the no sugar stuff as you want. And you don't learn moderation. You just learn to eat in bigger quantities and you don't learn how to control the amount of food that you should be eating. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like it plays a trick on your mind. Yeah. A bit yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. Very interesting. Once again, uh, we're going to move on to the next one. Um, cheat meals. Mm. Yes or no. I'm going to tell, I'll tell you guys my, my answer. Absolutely. <laughs> well, my favorite food is pizza. So we'll leave it at that. Same here. Same here. Yeah. I need my Friday pizza. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your, what's your take on cheat meals? Uh, what's your take on having cheat meals and what's your take on not allowing yourself to have a cheat meal? First of all, I call them treat meals because if you, when people call them cheat meal, they tend to feel guilty when they eat them, like they shouldn't okay. eat them. So just like that mindset part of it, okay. so that's step one. Um, step two is I think mentally it's so important for your body too, like it's good to have something that you enjoy, let's say once a week. Yeah. Um, I think it's awesome. But I think you have to also look at what your goals are to determine how often you should be having those treat meals. Not everybody's the same. Some people can have a few a week. Some people have to stick to one if they're trying to lose weight. So it yeah. really depends. And then there's also the other side of sticking to a treat meal and not a binge night or not a treat day. Yeah, that's pretty easy uh, yeah. <laughs> to, make, to, to make it happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you want to have them more often, then just try to make them not as bad. So example, pizza, you can throw veggies on there. You can throw protein, like good sources of protein. Yeah. You can choose a thin crust. So you don't have to go overboard to enjoy it. And yeah. that way you can still control what you're taking in. And I feel like it's, um, if, if you don't, if you eat healthy most of the time, yeah. it doesn't take like a huge cheat weekend or a cheat day or even like a really bad cheat meal for you to enjoy what you're taking in. Oh, so exactly. if it's a healthy pizza, sometimes that's enough for me to like be happy about that uh what do you call it not a cheat meal but a, a treat meal <laughs> so after that treat meal even if it wasn't like a you know a big poutine with some fried food yeah i was still happy my brain was satisfied yeah uh because i'm not used to having those treat meals yeah. or that you know that bad food on a daily basis yeah yeah and, and if there's a certain food that triggers binging so, for example, if whenever you eat, uh, we'll go with pizza because we talked about it, 
you can't control yourself and you end up having like two pizzas and garlic fingers and then the next day you just want more, then maybe stay away from pizza for a little while and try other treats okay. or have pizza once a month or something like that. So there's also that part of it that's important to to understand yourself. Basically. Yeah. 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 And I don't know if you see it this way, but I see my treat meal as like a reset button. So yeah. as soon as I hit my treat meal on Friday nights, yeah. then I'm good to go for the rest of the week. Because I know like if I keep eating pizza, I'm going to feel crappy. Exactly. But if I stop here, I'm satisfied. Yeah. And I won't feel crappy because it was just, you know, two, three slices of pizza. Yeah. And uh, it kind of resets me for the rest of the week. And now I'm good to go to eat healthy the rest of the week. And I, I can't wait for next Friday. Exactly. And you just go lift some weights the next day. You'll probably PR. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Life is good. <laughs> um, so we're going to stop pretty soon. I have one last question for you before uh, we leave you guys. Um, what would you tell someone that's totally, totally confused about nutrition? Uh, so maybe someone that wants help but doesn't really know what the first step is uh maybe they're confused by all the different types of diets or the everything that's going on on social media or maybe they're just scared because they think that they're not going to be able to eat anything that they like and it's all broccoli and chicken all the way nothing else kind of thing so what would you what would be your advice to seek help the first step to seek help for those people yeah so i think the first step is just understanding the basics so no matter when you look at all of these different diets i think everybody can agree that water vegetables and protein are kind of the three things that everybody agrees on so if you're looking for a place to start drink okay. more water eat more veggies and have protein at every meal um, as far as more detail than that i think you need to find in order to learn more you need to find a good coach nutrition coach so a dietitian or somebody that can help you um, one, understand that, and two, figure out what the best plan is for you. So when I say a good coach, there's a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of bad coaches out there or bad nutrition coaches too. Um, so for me, what makes a good coach is someone that's going to be flexible with their approach. So if you uh, like certain foods or don't like certain foods, they're going to work around what works for you and not just be like, well, this is what I recommend to everyone. So this is what you need to do yeah. as well. Right. Yeah, so what fits important. your lifestyle and yeah. where you're at and meeting you where you're at to get you to where you want to be. Yeah. Um, and someone who has a lot of nutrition education. So not just a one day course yeah. uh, on nutrition. So make sure you check what their background is, mm -hmm. uh, check with maybe clients that, you know, have seen them yeah. um, so that, you know, it's the right fit for you. And um, the other thing, if you're kind of starting off on your own too, is other than veggies, water, protein, I would say the big, the biggest thing is what what are your main obstacles? So kind of figuring that out first. So is it that you don't meal prep and you don't know how? Is it uh, time? Is it that you have really bad habits eating weekends and uh, evening? You always crave something and that's where you go wrong on your diet. So what are the biggest obstacles and start with one of those. So trying yeah. to get one of those right um, or fixing it or getting it better uh, would be where I would start because if, if you don't know how to meal prep, then there's no sense in getting a specific meal plan that's going to get you to meal prep for five hours. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to work. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Cool. 
Well, that's uh, I think we have uh, some awesome info and kind of tips there for you guys. Uh, so if you have any questions, don't hesitate to uh, send us a message, send us an email. Uh, we'll be glad to help you guys out on your fitness and nutrition goals. So have a good day, guys. Until next time.